Welcome to the Operating in the Spirit of Kingdom Excellence podcast, where we'll explore what it means to serve in the kingdom of God according to his agenda and in the most excellent way. I'm your host, Tawanda Coles, and I'm glad you've tuned in with me today. Welcome to season one, episode one of the Operating in the Spirit of Kingdom Excellence podcast. I am thrilled to be able to come to you via this platform. I pray that our time together will be impactful as you grow in your capacity to lead yourself and others. It's my prayer, guys, during this moment we spend together that you allow the Holy Spirit to download into your heart key takeaways that you can use in your life and service to others. So listen, I love the month of October, and it was intentionally chosen for a few reasons to launch this podcast. Number one, the change in the weather, because I absolutely love the fall season, and I thought it would be a great time to start something new, the gorgeous fall colors, and it is the month where we take the time to recognize our spiritual leaders. So allow me a a moment, if you will, to uh, say happy clergy appreciation month to the clergy that are listening. So whether you're a senior pastor, an executive pastor, an associate pastor, assistant pastor, ordained elder or licensed minister serving the local church, serving the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, I honor you, man of God. I honor you, woman of God. You are appreciated for all you're doing to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and for all you're doing to help preach, teach, instruct, and bring correction so that we can mature in our faith and in our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, here's what I know for sure. Good leaders must first become good servants. And so I encourage you to always, always take on the posture of a servant and submit to the leading of a shepherd in the local church. I've personally been blessed to have great leaders in my life because of their heart for service to others. So from me to you, thank you. With that said, I thought it would be most appropriate that the first season of this podcast focus on what I believe is the core of kingdom excellence. What's that, Tawanda? I'm glad you asked. The core of kingdom excellence, I believe, is service which is a great segue into what I'd like to focus on in this episode in defining what kingdom excellence means. During our time together, it's my hope that I share my thoughts on how to live out this concept of kingdom excellence in our lives and how we demonstrate kingdom excellence as we serve in the local church. So let's let's get to it, right? So let's break this down. What, what does it mean? So the word kingdom, right? Kingdom means the domain over which the spiritual sovereignty of God or Christ extends. The domain over which the spiritual sovereignty of God or Christ extends, whether in heaven or on earth, right? That's self-explanatory, right? So let's talk about the word excellence. Excellence uh, means the fact or state of excelling, right? Superiority or eminence. And when I think of excellence, what comes to mind for me is one word, and that's action. And allow me to share an example that I came across online that I thought captured this idea in a great way. 
So here's the idea. Rather than just projecting confidence, people who achieve excellence are competent. <laughs> Did you hear that? People who, are, who achieve excellence are competent. And rather than procrastinating and pretending to be on top of things, people who achieve excellence are proactive. <laughs> I love that. Two things, people who achieve excellence are competent and people who achieve excellence are proactive. When excellence is a habit, it manifests in everything you do, everything you do. You could say then that excellence should be a daily habit and not a one-off task, right? Because if it manifests in everything that you do, it is something that is practiced, it becomes a habit, and it is no longer something that is simply a one-off task. I love that. So let that let that simmer for a minute, right? When excellence is a habit, it manifests in everything you do, not just in the church, but in your home life, on your job, and in your relationships. Really, it should manifest in every area of your life. Now, let's be clear on this point here. Excellence does not mean perfection, right? Like it does not mean perfection. No, we'll never be perfect. However, we all can demonstrate excellence because it's about taking action and doing your absolute best. So the working definition of kingdom excellence would be this, submitting to the king's authority and operating according to the king's agenda doing your absolute best to honor him both privately and publicly. That's it. That's the definition. So let's be clear on this point and be sure to make a mental note of this. Very important. So lean in. Here it is. Excellence matters to God. If you get nothing else from today's episode, please let this be your one key takeaway that excellence matters to God and it should matter to you. So how is kingdom excellence demonstrated in the scriptures, right? So let's talk about this for a few minutes. We'll start with an Old Testament example found in the book of Daniel chapter six, verse three. And the scriptures tell us that Daniel possessed an excellent or extraordinary spirit concerning his administration of the kingdom ruled by King Darius. And we know Daniel was a man of faith and he prioritized prayer with no exceptions. Yeah, let that, let that simmer right there. Daniel prioritized prayer with no exceptions. I firmly believe that one of the keys to operating in the spirit of kingdom excellence is just that. Number one, we must prioritize prayer. I also believe because of Daniel's unwavering faith to God, he possessed an extraordinary spirit that could not be overlooked by King Darius and was a quality King Darius knew he needed on his leadership team. So listen, leaders, <laughs> as we look to build our leadership teams, we need to look for individuals who um, have character. Yes, who have great character, who have great competency. But listen, man of God, listen, woman of God, that person must prioritize prayer. They must make prayer a personal priority in their lives if we want them to be a part of our leadership team. 
So let's break down the type of man Daniel was. He was a man of high moral character and personal integrity and no negligence or corruption or any kind was found in him. (laughs) Man of God, woman of God, hear me when I say, you know, these are the kind of qualities we want to have on our leadership team as we look for individuals who will operate in the spirit of kingdom excellence. We need somebody with moral character, personal integrity, uh, no negligence or corruption. That's a whole word right there. (laughs) And make sure as you're evaluating and praying about um, your leadership teams, I believe that, you know, the season that we're in kind of coming out of this global pandemic, we're starting to see, um, you know, different uh, dynamics of our leadership um, teams changing. Let's be sure that we are praying about the individuals that um, we are looking to put into place on our leadership teams. That's so very important important. And so as we think about the type of man that uh, Daniel was, we also um, recognize and can see that he demonstrated what I believe was was his willingness to be held accountable and he could be trusted, right? Just, Just by the type of man that Daniel was, he was someone who could be held accountable and someone that could be trusted. And we gathered this from the fact that the other satraps or commissioners were looking for a reason to to bring accusation against Daniel. And you'll find that, you know, detailed out in Daniel chapter uh, six, beginning at verse three, talks about who he was and kind of what the situation was going on there um, with the kingdom with King Darius. So this leads me to share what I believe is the second key of operating in the spirit of kingdom excellence. And it's one's ability to be held accountable. Listen, accountability is not a dirty word. I'm going to say that again. Accountability is not a dirty word. I recall as I started my leadership journey, I bristled at the word accountability because I viewed it through the lens of negativity and thought accountability would cause others to question my credibility or even my my ability to, to lead, my, my, my ability to, you know, execute and get things done. But as I matured, I soon realized that there were areas where I needed to create checks and balances to help me overcome my areas of struggle in order to be an effective leader. So I embraced and sought out accountability from the right people in my life. So I want to pause right here because um, I believe the listening audience to this podcast is going to be diverse, whether you're seasoned in ministry and you've been serving for a long time, or whether you're you're an emerging leader, you're, you know, you're just coming into leadership responsibility. And I really specifically want to drive this point home to you that if you are a new leader and you're starting out, please understand accountability can be your friend and you should embrace and seek it out if you want to be effective as a kingdom leader be sure you are surrounding yourself with the right people that you can give permission to hold you accountable to bring those checks and balances into your life i'm telling you it's going to make a world of difference in your leadership uh, ability so real talk in order to lead whether at home in the church or in the market marketplace, we must surround ourselves with those not afraid to speak the truth, honest truth, 
with aggressive love coupled with generous grace. <laughs> what you say, Tawanda? I say it. We need to surround ourselves with those who are not afraid to speak the honest truth with aggressive love coupled with generous grace. Listen carefully and let me share something with you, you, me, we. We don't know everything, right? We don't. Operating in kingdom excellence requires us to take the low. It requires us to stay humble before the Lord. All right, so another example of how kingdom excellence is demonstrated in scripture, and I believe there are many. I just want to kind of just share a, a few of the ones that that, that stand out to me. And, and here's another one found in Genesis chapter one, beginning at verse four. The third key to operating in the spirit of kingdom excellence. So key number one was prioritizing prayer. Key number two is the ability to be held accountable, to demonstrate your ability to be held accountable and trusted. Key number three right here is this. The details matter. The details matter. We read how intentional and deliberate God was in the timing, the placement, and the execution of the world and mankind. The details mattered. Order mattered. I believe God has laid out a blueprint for us to follow as to how we are to operate in his kingdom. My God, today, he has given us the blueprint and that blueprint is the word of God. In order to execute the king's commands according to his agenda, you must follow the blueprint. You must know the word of God. I firmly believe that kingdom excellence is demonstrated through those who are biblically literate and spiritually mature. Why? Because biblical literacy and spiritual maturity are achieved through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it is what I believe is a prerequisite for knowing how to operate and his kingdom. Listen, I I cannot get away from it. It is in my heart in this season to um, teach and share and encourage the importance of biblical literacy and spiritual maturity. We are um, raising a generation of young people that need to know more of the word of God and less of the opinions and ideas of man. We need to be sure that in order for our children to understand how they are going to navigate through the pressures of this life and the things that they are experiencing in our culture, you must Hear me, man of God, woman of God, make sure as you are leading in your home and in your churches that biblical literacy and spiritual maturity become a priority. Uh, I can't get away from that. And I pray that that is resonating in your spirit and you're allowing the, the Lord to really deal with you right there in that moment. Biblical literacy and spiritual maturity must be a priority. And it is what I believe a prerequisite for knowing how to operate in his kingdom. One final example, friends, of how Kingdom excellence is demonstrated in scripture is found in the New Testament where Paul is speaking to the Corinthian church. And I believe we all 
should be familiar with Paul's teaching of spiritual gifts found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, right? And he teaches about the diverse gifts in the body and the administration of those gifts and how God is the giver of those gifts and how we're all baptized in one body, right? Man of God, woman of God, Bible scholars listening, you you guys know the lay of the land in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And so, however, in the B clause of verse 31, the last verse in that chapter, Paul says, he'll show you a more excellent way, a more excellent way. And what comes next, chapter 13, is what has been referred to as the love chapter, right? Many of us can, can quote 1 Corinthians 13. If you've uh, officiated a wedding, you, you, you should be able to quote this like verbatim almost because, you know, many couples choose this chapter to read uh, at their weddings and rightfully so. It's a beautiful chapter. Um but it's a, it's a chapter, however, with a greater meaning here. And it wasn't that Paul would just teach on spiritual gifts and then would just pivot, right, to talk randomly about love so that couples could have a beautiful scripture to read at that wedding. Nah, I, I don't even think that was the case. I believe the placement here is significant in its meaning that it matters not what gifts you may have. What gifts you may have. They mean absolutely nothing without love. The bottom line is this, friends operating in the spirit of kingdom excellence can be summed up in four words love God, love people. Did you hear what I said? Love God, love people. That's it. If you don't like people, service is not for you. Listen. If you don't like people, service is not for you, especially serving in the kingdom of God, where we have diverse personalities. My God, you have got to understand when we're serving in his kingdom, if you love God, you must love his people. The citizens of the kingdom of God are special to the Lord, and he has commissioned an elite group of extraordinary people to lead them. If you go demonstrate these keys first in your life, man of God, woman of God, I am a witness that others will follow you. Why? Because leaders set the tone. Leaders set the tone. You cannot operate in the spirit of kingdom excellence without the spirit of kingdom excellence operating in you. It's got to be at your core. At your core is service, right? That's the core. That's it right there. Being able to serve people just like you serve our God. So that's where we'll end today for today's episode. Join me next month where I'll be joined by a special guest who will share his thoughts on leadership experience and how he is living out kingdom excellence in his life. Thank you so much for listening and for coming along with me as we explore what it means to operate in the spirit of kingdom excellence. If you enjoyed what you've heard, and it is my prayer that you did, do me a favor, tell other kingdom leaders you know about this space and encourage them to subscribe and follow wherever you're listening. It's been my privilege to share a few minutes of your day talking about what it means to operate in the spirit of kingdom excellence. 
Be sure to check the show notes from today's episode for ways to stay connected with me. And remember, if excellence is important to God, it should be important to you. Until next time, may God bless you.